More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We are listening right now to Joe Biden taking questions from the media, having finished his address on Ukraine. And I would say the most newsworthy answer so far that I have heard, Buck, I don't know if you agree. Uh, We're going to go to Biden here, taking questions here momentarily. He just finished? Yeah, he just finished. Just walked away. Okay, so the most newsworthy moment from all of these questions, and we have been sitting and watching and listening to what Biden said as well, is he was asked, Biden was, about whether he was helping to get China to work on Russia. And he said he wasn't prepared to comment on whether he was asking China to help with Russia. Uh, That is, wow. And they, they didn't really... Did you guys hear? Because I had to go on, on mute here as we came back. Did anybody follow up with a question explaining that? Because that, to me, was by far the biggest part of that. I mean, does that jump out to you as well, Buck? It's interesting because it goes to something of his strategy right now. And, and clearly, it, it's it struck... You know, whenever you get into a briefing like this, a national security briefing, which is what he's really giving. I mean, he's the president, he's doing an address, but it's essentially updating us on the national security posture of the United States in, in the face of this invasion in Ukraine. And someone says, I can't comment on that or won't comment on that, unless it's a very granular sources and methods kind of question. Usually it's because there's something up, something's going yes. on. Um, just a, a couple of other notes. And do we have Steve, by the way? We're going to have Stephen Yates uh, joining us here Um yeah, we have Stevens. I, I just say, if, well, why don't we bring Stephen Yates on with us now, Clay? He's senior fellow at the America First Policy Institute, former deputy national security advisor to Vice President Cheney. Uh, Stephen, thanks for being with us. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Hey, Stephen. I, you know, I've known you now for many, many years, and uh, this audience may not know you. You're a fluent Mandarin speaker, as well as being a general student and policymaker in the realm of geopolitics. Uh, what did you make of that? I mean, Clay pointed this out. The 
Biden not prepared to talk about whether he's putting pressure on China to try to put further pressure on Putin during this situation. What was your takeaway from that? Well, I think that's a very dangerous proposition. I mean, I think we have to first begin with the reality that President Trump actually warned NATO uh, about overdependence on energy from Russia, underinvestment in their defenses, and that Europe needed to take better care of Europe. We're reaping those consequences now. But the problem is the demonstration effect of this failure of that alliance and the failure of Europe is provocative and will spread other places. I think it's incredibly short-sighted to think that uh, agent provocateurs in Tehran, of you know the Iranians on uh, pursuit of a nuclear deal, uh, the Chinese with pressure towards Taiwan or other areas. I um, mean, this is just an open invitation for revisionism and aggression, and the president seems barely able to read through his script, much less to pull a coalition of people together to roll back this aggression. All right, so he's not commenting on basically his conversations with China as it pertains to Russia. We know that China has been, I would say, aggressively uh, pushing the bounds of what is acceptable as it pertains to Taiwan. We're going to ask you, I'm sure, about Ukraine, but just hearing that answer and that question, how nervous do you think Americans, certainly people who are in Taiwan, in uh, in uh, the, the Pacific how nervous should we be about the situation, not only in Ukraine, but about Taiwan and China right now? Well, I think we have to be nervous just because the you know we have this steady cascade of failure. I mean, it began unraveling with Afghanistan, but when you know, when you find weakness in one area and aggressors take advantage, it's just only natural that it will it will lead to further problems. Uh, Taiwan is a much different kind of challenge for China than the Ukraine was. Uh, for Russia in this instance, and it remains to be seen whether the Ukrainian people grind this out and come out the other end at some form or fashion. Uh, it's travesty now. But when it comes to Taiwan, Americans don't fully understand how important the supply chain from Taiwan is to the United States. Uh, all of our smart world, our devices, our cars, our GPS, all kinds of things in our life depend on that natural flow of technology. Uh, in addition to the values of standing with a free and democratic people, uh, really make that situation dire. Stephen, uh, how well do you think Taiwan would be? I mean, Clay uh, and, and I talked to former President Trump about this earlier in the week. He is concerned about the possibility that this situation in Europe presents an, an opportunity for the Chinese Communist Party to just go for it while the world already feels like it's focused in on and and unable to maybe even cope with more than one challenge at a time in Ukraine. How how serious do you think the defense of Taiwan would be absent a major U.S. military intervention? Well, it would be serious, but it would be uh, probably outmatched by what China would seek to bring uh, to the table in the early stages. Uh, And if we learn anything from the Ukraine situation that should apply in this Asia context, is don't wait until after the aggression is underway to put sanctions or other deterrents in place. Don't wait to bolster and make more independently capable your allies until it's needed in the time of conflict. We're behind on this. People in the Biden administration have talked about a pivot to Asia, basically in the Obama years and these years, but nothing has happened. And so I think we start from behind Uh, The people of Taiwan, the people of Japan who would be most affected by this really would be a pretty significant resistance. 
But China has the potential to bring all kinds of trouble, including the cyber capabilities we saw Russia employ in Ukraine. That would be a significant challenge there and here. We're talking to Steve Yates, senior fellow at the America First Policy Institute, former deputy national security advisor to Vice President Cheney. So how impactful do you expect for all of these uh, rules and regulations, the sanctions that Joe Biden announced even more stringent just now in his press availability and statement? How impactful do you anticipate those will be on Russia, on Putin and on the ruling class of, uh, of the country? Well, I think the only thing we can use as a gauge to measure is the fact that it had to have been anticipated that sanctions would be coming. Uh, there was lots of talk about them being super duper strong. And so Vladimir Putin had to expect that the first tranche wouldn't be the last tranche. Uh, and so it didn't change their strategic behavior at all. Uh, and so Russia was still very willing to use traditional military capabilities, non-traditional capabilities in cyber. They seem to be taking Chernobyl and who knows what that can of worms might imply. And we still don't know whether this is a smash and grab to put a new government in Ukraine and they pull back or whether this is a, a broader strategic campaign. And so with all that uncertainty, it's just all the more important that Americans get back to our energy independence, get back to hardening the United States and having our own capabilities and urging our other allies to do the same. Stephen, what do you think Putin's real end state goal is here? He's already gone with the full three-pronged invasion. There's air, sea, land assets of the Russian military deployed. What do you think he is trying to get out of this? Because that obviously factors into how long this will go, how high the casualties are likely to be, and, and what could end it? Well, I think I have to humbly say I, I can't tell where Putin defines the end state, but it sure looks like he has every intention of installing a puppet or friendly government in all of Russia's near abroad that in some ways this reestablishes the sphere of influence that the Soviet Union has. And so whether that is the individual dream of Putin that the Russian people will tolerate and whether the pain that may come from that uh, or whether it's somewhat a, a, a dying man or a late, in, late stage in life leader just going for the dream he's had since what he called the greatest tragedy of the 20th century, the fall of the Soviet Union, gets reversed. Steve, do we have any sense how well or how long or how committed Ukraine might be to fighting against the Russian rule in an insurgent basis. Do we, do we have any early reads or any idea what to expect there, how long this could drag on? Well, they certainly have the capability to grind this out for a good long time, and I think they would be a very difficult people to actually have to govern, which is why I suspect that Russia would not actually seek to make Ukraine a part of the Russian Federation, but instead to try to enact a regime change where they had a friendly puppet government uh, doing its bidding instead. Uh, but there could be, there, they certainly have the capability. They have maybe interesting with some people, somewhat of a Second Amendment situation where they have armed citizens uh, who are there to uh, protect their households against invaders. And uh, so they have this ability to grind it out. But we've seen in recent times that when people feel abandoned, they might abandon the material that we sold them. 
Uh, and we just can't know whether this is one of those quick fold situations or they'll hold on. Stephen, how did you think the policies that uh, Biden laid out in that speech that just finished moments ago, is that everything that should be and could be done at this point? Is there something else that you think should have been added into the mix? Yeah, I just think it's this all begins and ends with Europe having to grow up and take care of Europe. It's just The president needed to ride very hard on that responsibility. Yes, Putin is responsible for being an evil man, uh, imposing his will on his neighbor. But this is Europe failing in its own responsibility. And until we get that right, sanctions and movement of troops from the United States, the bolster NATO isn't going to change the status quo. Steve, should we be concerned about this spiraling outside of Ukraine? How concerned are you that somehow NATO gets drawn in, that another country that the United States does have to commit men and materiel in a substantial fashion gets drawn in here? How much should Americans be concerned about that idea? I think we have to be very concerned about the Baltic states. Uh, We have, in some ways, encouraged them to poke the bear next door, and we sort of celebrate their pluckiness and independence uh, but they're in a very vulnerable military position. Uh, and given NATO's ineffectualness in deterring the movement against Ukraine, we would be under treaty obligation under NATO to have to intervene in a very untenable situation with the Baltics. And so that, I hope that that is not the direction this goes. Uh, but I fear that this could spiral across Europe and to the U.S. homeland when it comes to our our power lines, our pipelines, and our cyber security situation because Russia has threatened uh, unconventional resistance to anyone who intervenes. Steve Yates, senior fellow at the America First Policy Institute, former deputy national security advisor to BP Cheney. Steve, always insightful, my friend. Thanks for being with us here. My pleasure. Thank you both. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about that no comment on China. We'll play that audio in question for you, which I thought was the most significant of the press availability that Biden just had. Actually, a little bit surprised he took questions. We'll play that for you in a moment. But first, if you are a homeowner right now and you haven't refied your mortgage, it's time to ask yourself why that is. Does it seem like too big of a project? Do you just not want more on your plate? Let me tell you, interest rates may never be as low as they are right now, and they've been this low for some time. It's time to to put your financial house in order to make the right decision for you and your family. That could help you to save hundreds or thousands of dollars a month, tens of thousands of dollars over the life of a loan, and all it takes is one 10-minute phone call with our friends at American Financing. Why not go ahead and get the right mortgage in place for you and your family can be done in as little as 10 days, and you can be able to skip a couple of payments in the process. So here's what you do. Call American Financing. Get your phones right now. Make this the day you finally take advantage of saving yourself a bundle. 800-777-8109. That's 800-777-8109. You can also visit AmericanFinancing.net, NMLS 182334, NMLS Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television 
today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in the Clay and Buck show. We're breaking down everything having to do with that War in Ukraine that just launched the last 24 hours. Major incursion, major invasion by Vladimir Putin. A lot of military forces brought to bear. It is full-scale war right now underway. President Biden addressed the nation about, uh, what, half an hour ago he finished. And he took questions afterwards. Clay and I both immediately honed in on this. This was a moment where a question got asked that, well, here's what Biden said about his re, uh, reaching out to China one way or the other. Listen. If I could follow up, sir, are you urging China to help isolate Russia? Are you urging China to help isolate Russia? I'm not prepared to comment on that at the moment. Not prepared to comment on that at the moment. You would think that that's a pretty straightforward, yes, I'm urging them to. So now we don't want to read too much into this, but it does seem noteworthy, Clay, that he felt like he didn't want to show his hand on this. Certainly worth noting as well, the entire world effectively has been trying to sanction North Korea into compliance, into submission for a very long time. It does not work. I mean, it has we have leverage, but it has not brought about the desired result. And the reason for that, 
is China. China allows North Korea. China could shut down North Korea effectively tomorrow. It could make the country economically uh, effectively null. I mean, it could it could annihilate it if it wanted to economically, but they don't. Russia has an outlet here to China during the sanctions phase, and that could be very important going forward. This is, I think this is maybe the most fascinating bit of news we have gotten from the White House specifically. Now, there wasn't any question about Taiwan or concern there, but when you consider Biden's address where he made it so paramount the number of people that he was interacting with around the world, I mean, they're making a big deal of the fact that the sanctions are taking place in the euro, in the dollar, in the yen, in all of the major currencies of the world. He talked certainly about the NATO commitments. I believe he mentioned uh, Japan and Korea specifically, uh, South Korea, obviously. And so China was notable for its omission. That was a very good question that was asked. And it doesn't really make any sense the answer that Biden gave if things are going well with China right now. Because there shouldn't be any reason why that would be classified information. You would think that the United States would want China to bring whatever power it has to bear on Russia too. And if there is some sort of alliance behind the scenes between China and Russia, it makes it more likely also that we get a Taiwan impact, but this would also, Buck, mean that the power of the sanctions, if they're not involving the second biggest economy in the world, well, you're creating a new axis of Russian power where, in theory, if they can't sell their assets to Europe or the United States or any of those allied democratic countries, there's a big marketplace in China where these two countries could be able to interact. So I I thought by far that's a big story. We need to know more about what's going on right now between the United States, China, and Russia as part of that tripartite relationship. Also want to make sure we keep an eye on the loosening of the COVID regime here at home. Some very interesting analysis, Clay, from CNN's favorite on-air doctor about, turns out, masking kids, <laughs> not without consequences. Oh, we're going we're gonna to shift a little bit from all the Ukraine talk today to what's going on here at home. We come back in just a moment. You know what I had on my feet this morning? The My Slippers. They're amazing. Mike Lindell's done it again. These are incredible products. Your feet are going to feel so good in your My Slippers. Clay's got them. His wife has got them. I've got them at home. I got to get another pair for travel purposes, so I have with me all the time. The My Slippers are made with a foam and layer of impact gel to prevent fatigue. They offer you all-day comfort. These slippers can be worn all day long, indoor and outdoor. And also, not only are your feet going to feel comfortable, you're going to feel good about supporting My Pillow because it's a great company that stands for freedom and your values. Take action and make your feet feel real good. Go to mypillow.com. Click on the radio listener specials and use promo code Clay and Buck. All my pillow products come with a 60 day money back guarantee. Make sure you go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener specials and use promo code Clay and Buck. Plus, you get a copy of Mike Lindell's free book with your purchase. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Encourage you to go download the podcast, five star review it. So much great content this week trying to make sense. 
of all sorts of insanity and trying to be sane every single day. And we're going to get to Dr. Lena Wynn, who has been one of the worst voices. We're going to take a couple of your calls as well. But this is from Peter uh, Hassan, who is a uh, does fantastic work as a senior editor at Fox News Digital, checking uh, the Twitter sphere during the break. President Biden said today in his statement, Buck, no one expected the sanctions to prevent anything from happening. That was Biden today. This was Vice President Kamala Harris on Sunday. The purpose of the sanctions has always been and continues to be deterrence. So it's good that the president and the vice president have got their uh, got their decision made as to what the purpose of sanctions are. But my goodness, what absurdity. It's, I saw this and I kind of laughed, but I, I'm not that happy that this is the brain trust uh, duality that we have trying to lead us right now. Well, Clay, I think you're forgetting it is time to do what we have been doing. And that time is every day. <laughs> I almost choked. <laughs> that's it for people out there who are that's a quote from kamala harris we need oh, to have remember. that always that was, ready that was top tier oh. kamala harris stuff right there it's we need to have to that one ready all the time uh that amazing. is ridiculous all right uh we've been talking almost entirely ukraine okay so far obviously with what's going on in the country but i didn't want our good friend dr lena Wynn at cnn to avoid uh, she is buck. I mean, even for the wild pivot that we have seen from everybody has to be wearing four N95s, everybody has to be vaccinated, you shouldn't be able to get on an airplane and travel anywhere in this country, to all of a sudden Dr. Lena Wynn sounds like Clay Travis or Buck Sexton when it comes to analyzing the impact of schools being shut down. Now, it took her two years after us to catch up for Dr. Wynn. Listen to this cut. This was CNN last night. This was not Clay Travis or Buck Sexton in April and May of 2020. Lena Wynn has suddenly discovered, CNN's top medical expert, hey, when kids aren't in school, it actually ends up having a really negative consequence for them. Listen. The study is sobering, but not at all surprising. We know that school has benefit for children, and therefore when kids are pulled out of school, and also with the uncertainty of not knowing when they're going to go back, that that has detrimental impacts, certainly on emotional well-being, on stress, including of the parents and care givers but also now we see that there are very specific impacts on cognitive development on motor and other milestones for children also we see that there are huge disparities in the study that those parents and families that are the most vulnerable most disadvantaged are the ones that are hurt the most and so at this point we really need policies that aim to keep children in school clay can i just say uh some of us have been saying this for two years basically yes and and what's remarkable is how many people, I guess, they, they go along with this now as though it's a revelation. All of this is obvious. Everyone should have known all along there were going to be dramatic consequences to taking kids out of school for a whole school year, in some cases more than a whole school year, and masking up children in school and all the things that have been done to them and separating them and and making them, in the case of New York City schools, eat their lunch outside and masking up between bites in 35 degree weather this was always crazy it's just now that it's no longer politically necessary to go along with the lies people like dr wen will speak the obvious truths that have been known all along 
these people, there's something sociopathic here about the Fauciites, and there has been all along, because there's no way they didn't know this. They were either in on the apparatus of control, or they just were too scared to speak the truth, which unfortunately was true of a lot of people in the science and medical communities, scientific community and medical community. Very troubling to see how many of them were just... I don't want to get yelled at. I don't want people to be mean to me over this one. Well, a lot of kids are going to have very different life outcomes now as a result of that cowardice, in part. You and I were saying this in May and June of 2020. What's crazy, Buck, is the American Academy of Pediatricians. I th- I may be bungling that name a little bit, but the largest group of pediatricians came out in June of 2020 and said that kids needed to all be back in school. And yet... Nobody followed the science. They got political pressure rained down upon them. The pediatricians did from all of the teachers out there. But make no mistake about what is happening. You and me, Buck, and lots of our listeners out there, either long-term commitments or have slowly had themselves red-pilled over the last several days and weeks and months as all this has piled up, we were all right and there have to be consequences when there are multiple options in a democratic system and one group of people makes the right choices, makes the correct judgment for everybody, black, white, Asian, Hispanic, gay, and straight, all-age kids, all-age parents. When we made the right choice and we said kids need to be in school, they don't need to be in masks, there are going to be severe learning consequences that manifest themselves for years and years into the future, and the other side is wrong about all of that, I'm not willing, and I don't think you are either, Buck, to just say, oh, welcome to the team, Lena Wynn. We're so glad to have you. No, no. There have to be consequences for the politicians who listen to the Lena Wins of the world and made disastrous decisions for our kids. And if they aren't, what's the purpose of an election at all if you're not holding your leaders accountable. It was the most disastrous series of policy decisions and the most unaccountable in the sense that they kept passing responsibility back and forth. Oh, it's the state government. Oh, it's the local government. Oh, it's the federal government. It's actually the experts at all those different levels, state, local, and federal. Nobody was willing to have an open and honest debate about it. The social media platform shut down discussion of this. Our friend Alex Berenson got kicked off of Twitter. He's suing Twitter. As he's, he's with us tomorrow, on, on by the, the way, right? I was. It was yes. Yeah. There's a, that's a, that was the next thing. He's going to be with us tomorrow to talk about the data and where it stands now. You'll notice they're not talking a lot about it right now. I think there are reasons for that. This comes right out. Obviously, the Ukraine war is is front and center in the news cycle, but they have been speaking about it really for days ever since that revelation that let's all be very clear about this. This is a matter of fact now. This is established on the record. The CDC has been hiding data that it has about critical aspects of the COVID response because they're worried that you and us, the peasants in their eyes, will misinterpret those big scary numbers if they actually show us the numbers In any other area of American public life of consequence, this would be a massive scandal. I mean, imagine, you know, if the Pentagon was hiding the number of people, number of casualties in a foreign war. Imagine if the 
Treasury Department was hiding the actual level of taxation that people were paying, or whatever it may be, right? I mean, there's so many things you could point to. Hiding key data from the public for their own good? That is authoritarian dictator bullcrap. And I think we all see it as such. It's going to keep going like that unless the Democrats get scared after the election that their party will be thrown out into the political wilderness for years and years to come. When we come back, Buck, let's take some of your calls. 800-282-2882. If you're with us, stick with us. A lot of you have wanted to weigh in and discuss all of the issues that are going on right now in Ukraine and beyond. We will take your calls, 800-282-2882, when we come out to come back to close out the Thursday edition of the program. First, we've come a long way in a short time when it comes to buying things online. Just about everybody out there purchases many different things on a variety of different websites every day and every week online. And when you do that, You share your online identity and a lot of your information. That's the kind of information cyber thieves go after. And when they get it, they can wreak havoc on your bank accounts and your credit rating. Imagine one illegal purchase after another in your name without your knowledge. How do you protect yourself? That's why you need LifeLock. LifeLock helps detect a wide range of identity threats like your credit cards being used by cyber thieves. If they detect your info has potentially been compromised, they send you an alert. That's when you can determine if there's a problem or not and when you can get hooked up with a dedicated restoration specialist help you take care of all those problems. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But you can help protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year by using promo code CLAY. That's my name, C-L-A-Y. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or go online to LifeLock.com and use the promo code CLAY, C-L-A-Y, for up to 25% off. Do it today. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. 
Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Closing out today's Clay and Buck show. Thanks for being with us. Please remember to subscribe to the Clay, Travis, and Buck Sexton show podcast. Uh, also, there's a Buck Sexton show in the morning rundown podcast you can check out. Go to Outkick.com for all the latest coverage from uh, from Clay's website, Outkick, and get a lot of things going on. Oh, and ClayandBuck.com for transcripts of the show. A lot of things to go check out when we're not actually on the air. Let's get to the calls. Andrew, first up in uh, South Carolina. Hey, Andrew, how you doing? How you doing, gentlemen? I'll belt this out as fast as I can if you can give me about 30 seconds. So uh, I've been uh, skulking some left-wing forums, and anytime Ukraine comes up, the the conversation always devolves into, well, the United States has uh, invaded Iraq and the United States has invaded, invaded Afghanistan. My main point is don't allow the evils of our nation, if you accept those as evils, to blind you from the evils of other nations. The big, the big difference between Iraq and Afghanistan and Ukraine is the fact that we were, uh, we were doing a, Asymmetric warfare, which is which essentially allows life to presume in the area of conflict to a semi-normal degree. Farmers are still able to farm. Farmers are still able to go bizarre, and farmers are still able to sell their goods. The difference between that and a force-on-force conflict is that a line of scrimmage is drawn between each force, and everything in between that for- that line of scrimmage and everything beyond that is decimated. Thank you for the call uh, there, Andrew, and thanks for the service. Look, this is, regardless of what your opinion is of what is going on right now, Buck, we haven't seen modern warfare like this in generations in Europe in terms of tanks, aircraft, a full-scale invasion of another country we haven't seen it in generations. So this is an unprecedented act for many people out there listening right now. In the European theater, we just flat out haven't seen it. So comparing it to Iraq or comparing it to Afghanistan, yes, those were military engagements, but they aren't really very similar at all to what we are seeing from Russia invading Ukraine. Next up on the lines, we have Dory in California. Hello, Dory. 
Hi there. Let me see if I can get this out. One of you said before, and please let me get it all out, that you're not going to support Biden or be patriotic. It's going to be unpatriotic not to support him unless the the mandates are removed. I say baloney. Actually, no no one said that. Just to be, okay, no one's, okay, neither okay, I nor Clay no, said I think, that. Well, what, okay, I think what I said was, hold on, let me, let me explain. Uh, what the question was, when you are saying it's unpatriotic, and I don't mean you individually, when someone out there says it's unpatriotic to question the decisions that, uh, that Biden is making, that to me is not an unpatriotic act right now. And then I built on it by saying, and you can't, meaning Biden, say to everyone, I want you to follow me without asking questions when you have not been, as president, in my opinion, protecting the constitutional rights of the citizens. So you can't say it's unpatriotic to not agree when it comes to mandates or whatever else it is and then say it's simultaneously unpatriotic to disagree here. Right. To me, American citizenship requires that all of us make sure that our rights are being preserved. So that was the background of that conversation a couple of hours ago, I think, that you're referencing. Okay, so what I wanted to say is Russia is in Ukraine because the day that he was sworn in, Biden, he started to cut off the legs of our entire energy-producing sector of our society. And we have enriched Putin to such a degree that he can now afford with our money and, and Europe's money. I believe that America imported over 200 million gallons of oil from Russia last year. So we're dependent on Russia and OPEC and not our oil producers any longer. Not only did it kill all the, all the jobs, these wonderful paying jobs, but he completely put, brought America down on its knees. They I, we agree China. here. We and, agree. And, and also, it's worth pointing out that, that the sanctions do not affect Russian oil exports right now. Unbelievable. Which is just going to show everybody, okay, well, that's Russia's biggest uh, biggest export and way that it makes most of its money as a country is hydrocarbons getting sent abroad. So their their economy is not going to be crippled, folks. It'll be so Biden kept saying it's going to take some time. We thank Dory for calling in, by the way, and appreciate uh, appreciate the moment of uh, or allowing us a moment to clarify. Clay, you had something else on this? No, I was just going to say to me, I understand there's an argument of, hey, we're involved in an issue with Ukraine. The, there are a lot of people on the left wing right now that are saying, hey, you need to blindly support the president. I mean, that's the argument that they're trying to make now. And within the argument I made was, well, wait, you told me and went after Donald Trump with every fiber of your being for four years, arguing that that made you a tremendous patriot and you were the leader of the resistance. And now when there's anybody out there who's saying, boy, I don't think that Biden is handling this situation in Ukraine very well, or he didn't handle the situation in Afghanistan, whatever. Those are foreign policy affairs. But I don't believe patriotism, regardless of what your patriotism comes from, requires blind stamp approval of who the president is. And so that's just my perspective. I've not seen anything from Joe Biden, unfortunately, that makes me think he's going to do a good job as commander in chief based on this situation right now. We have time for one more quick one here. If so, let's get to it. We have up on the phone, Jim in San Antonio, Texas. What's up, Jim? Hey, man. Uh, thanks, guys. A um, couple things. Um, you asked what do you need to hear in that speech to uh, make you feel good. Well, I didn't hear it. 
I, I wanted him to say that he was going to reverse his mandate, executive orders on cutting production and start producing oil so we don't need to rely on Russia or Middle East uh, when he cut 48% of our production so we have to buy it from them. And he, he, he can't because of all of the illegal dealings with Russia and China made by him and his son and his brother. Russia and China are telling him what he can and can't do. That's why we're still buying oil from Russia. He's one of our team C&B truckers. Thanks for calling in, my friend. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Clay, hopefully the world looks like it's calming down a bit tomorrow. We'll have to see, although unlikely. We will follow it here for you folks. We will make sense of it all. Thanks for spending some time today with Clay and Buck. Talk to you soon. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.